This is the third and final installment of the 2020-2021 Hoop and Holler special, Top 10 Players in the NBA. This gets real interesting, you guys. I'll just leave it at that. Hope you enjoy. Who's your number three, Julio? Um, at number three, I have Kawhi Leonard. Mm. Um, and we getting back into again, it. Again, <laughs> th- this is what I mentioned. This is what I mentioned with Luka Doncic that I was I was considering putting Kawhi at four and Luka at three. Um, but I ultimately, you know, chose Kawhi for, and, and I, I bet all the listeners know my kind of infatuation with Kawhi's game and the respect that I have for him, uh, knowing that, you know, coming out of San Diego State, he wasn't this overly skilled. Eddie, you, know, you see it, right? You see it, right? You see what's happening, right? You see it, right? We're, ta- we're talking about Kawhi Leonard's past. Uh, Julio, I swear, if I were to introduce you to bat, like if for, for whatever God knows reason, right? Like Julio Martinez didn't know anything about basketball until this year. And I introduced you to the NBA this year. And I was like, Julio, this is the landscape of the NBA. Bro, You'd be like, Luka Doncic is better than Kawhi Leonard. Bro was averaging 30 in the playoffs. Was he the only one averaging 30? Who else? Shoot, Luka was averaging, what, 28? It, it wasn't and too far off 30. Kicked, and he got kicked out by who? Once once Kawhi started performing. We're really going to do that? We're going to do that with Chris? Bro, if Chris Porzingis was not injured that series, bro, you was just talking about how he did all that without Chris Porzingis. He would have at least taken him seven, bro. And then what Kawhi Leonard go do in the next round? Kawhi would have still... Still Who was the best Kawhi player on the court throughout that series? You could make the argument that Luka was the best player on that court throughout the six games. In fact, I would probably venture to say you'd win that argument saying Here, Luka was the best player on the court. Here's the thing. He was playing like average up until the you know the middle of the series. But once he started taking over, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they won like two straight. Once he started taking over. Up. Once he started. T- so you're saying it was up and down. No, he's, he played average up until the middle of the series. I'm not what? buying it, dog. I mean, I'm acting, not buying it. Okay, Kobe, Kobe's my favorite player of all time. You're acting like he never folded. LeBron never folded. Giannis, never, old, KD lost a 3-1 lead. All these guys fold. All of them. All of them. And when, when they do, what do we do? Well, I guess you put him at number eight on your list. We have seven, excuse me. Uh, we have to hold people. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, like I'm not trying to knock anyone right now, but I gotta hold you accountable, especially when we talk about like if it was, it would be one thing if Kawhi Leonard had just done all of these things um, in a vacuum, and he would, you know, he was this guy for the Spurs against you know the LeBron James throughout the entirety of that season, not just within that vacuum of the series. If he did go toe to toe with the Golden State Warriors, the full fledged Golden State Warriors, and it was Steph and it was KD and he went toe to toe and he uh, unearthed them. That's not what happened. A lot of things at had to go Kawhi peaks, Leonard's way for at, it to at their peaks. What's at up? their peaks, who would you rather have Who's that? for the duration of their career at their peaks, assuming they were at their peak for the entirety of their career? Mm-hmm. Kawhi, or James Harden. This shouldn't even be close. This shouldn't be close. This shouldn't be close. Yeah, it's James probably Harden. Kawhi. It's, no, I mean, I'm not going to cap. It's probably, it's probably it's Kawhi. It's not James Harden. 
It's not James Harden. It's probably Kawhi for me. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna argue. It's probably Kawhi for me. But my my argument is like you know, it's not. To me, it's just not like who would I rather have. That's not how I look at this stuff. I, I look at it a little bit more like you know, creation. What have you done? How clutch are you? Da 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 da. Like it, it, what it's, have you done? I thought we weren't looking at the past, Mr. Reagan Griffin Jr. Are we I really gonna we do that? Looking at two. I thought we were this, looking at two championships, bro. two finals. MVPs. You know what I meant. This is this, you know see, this what is I meant. Why you don't do lists based on ideology? Because in some way or another, someone's gonna dog. You have you Kevin Durant at nine. That. We're not talking to you right now, bro. Bro, Julio, you know what I hey, meant. Wait, wait, wait till we hear where I have Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> oh my God, this is gonna get egregious, bro. I don't know. I, maybe I'm in the minority here. Maybe I'm just you know all alone on this hill. But Kawhi Leonard has something to prove to, to me this year. And, you know, <laughs> Lord knows that Kawhi Leonard doesn't give a shit what he has to prove to Reagan Griffin. But I got to be honest, man. Like, Kawhi Leonard, I go back and I look at, you know, hindsight allows me to look back and say, well, shit, a lot of that stuff kind of did go in his favor when it really didn't have to. And it was more likely than not that it didn't. Um, so I, I, I got it. I have my questions, dog. You can say if cows and hogs ate chocolate or whatever the goddamn <laughs> thing you say. I mean, I'm trying to figure out if you shit. messed that up on purpose or it's if you guys same, really just don't listen to me, bro. Same, it's the same thing. Yeah, but it's, it's not, it's, if, it's if not. The refs, if the refs had called a foul on LeBron when LeBron but hit talking, But leg, talking about like if a ref made a call here and there or if one play happened here and there is completely different than talking about if what you call the best player on this earth didn't get injured. That's completely different. What you call the second greatest shooter of all time didn't get injured. That's completely different. You know that. That's not cows and hogs. That's like, that's a that's that's a different ballpark, dog. That's a different ballpark. But we've already like we're two hours into the episode, bro. We we've already beat this drum. So I I don't know. I've just I've just never bought whatever people or Kawhi is selling about Kawhi. I just never have the two years that he did win. He had some of the greatest supporting casts around him that we've oh ever my seen God. in the championship team. And his number two like, was pass or Kyle Lowry. And how great was Kyle Lowry in that series? Oh, he was, he you was want me to bring up the numbers in that in that playoff run? And you guys can continue because I mean, we, we, we we watched we watched two years ago. What what was Kyle Lowry doing? What was Fred Van Vliet doing? You know, Pascal was cooking up Draymond like we've never seen Draymond get cooked up before. You know, we saw Gasol and Ibaka out there. All I'm saying is Kawhi is a great player and great individual talent, no doubt. But whether you want to talk about narratives or whether you want to talk about impact, it's never lived up to what people make of him. You know, the impact is that he's never really made his teammates around him better. And especially now that his defense is not game-changing and he's merely just kind of above average on defense, it's like, okay, you neutralize that. And then you talk about his offense. It's like, I know you can get a bucket from him whenever, which is why I know you like Julio because in the playoffs, when things bog down and you need a one-on-one bucket, you know. But I still think it makes a difference if you have a player, a number one player that creates for other people. This dude still doesn't know how to really run a pick and roll, you know. So, like, I I mean, it's just just not to me, like, he's talented, but, you know, impact-wise and even narrative-wise about the winning. You know, about all of that. Like, he had some of the greatest help on his winning teams ever. Kyle Lowry had had 14 games of sub-14 points. Which 14? And what did he do in the finals? 
I mean, that, that's throughout the entirety of the playoffs. Because I, I don't I know. Mean, wouldn't you maybe Joel maybe per- Ben Simmons and Jimmy Butler over Kawhi Leonard? No, no, and no. The- no, no. I'm not saying individually. I'm saying as you know, as a team together. Oh yeah. I mean, so I, will say, I mean, I will how Kawhi- how could Kawhi have beaten them? Because it wasn't just Kawhi, like like you know. Who, I mean, who else showed up in that series significantly? It wasn't Kawhi. I will agree that in that. I will agree that in that series, Kawhi was Kawhi you know, the guy he, for them. He, he averaged like thirty-two in that playoff run. That's insane. And 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 they beat the Sixers like barely. I'm just saying it's like he's doing all of that and just you know impact wise barely eking out against like those kind of teams. Impact wise, he brought the first championship, only championship to Toronto. That's pretty big impact. Dang. And people, not just you, and people. I they went from the being called like baby or... dinosaurs to champions. That's impact. And he's not the only reason why. He's great. He's great. I'm not going to say he's Oh, Pascal Siakam was, was a big reason. See, see what he's doing. Yo, he's Bro, gonna are we going to do Pascal like that? We going to do old Siakam like he wasn't hooping, bro? Now I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm not going to sit up here and act like Pascal Siakam is a is a is a first episodes I've gone into Pascal Siakam like why do people think he's elite? He's not elite. He's not elite. Pascal's top thirty at least at least top (laughs) thirty. That's elite for you. I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying elite. I didn't say the word elite. I'm just saying he's at least top thirty in the NBA. And you, if you have top thirty help, that's significant. Yeah, you got one top five player and a top thirty player. Should you win the championship? And Kyle Lowry and the best bench in the NBA and damn near the best coach in the NBA. Come on now, Eddie. I know I'm talking your language right now. Like I, I, I've heard you say all this. No. Like no. again, not like, the Sixers with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler. Not I mean, do you want me to talk really about how the Sixers fumbled? Oh yeah, sure. But like, I'm I, again. This none of this is to discredit Kawhi because Kawhi had one hell of a series, right? But the ball literally, quite literally, rolled in his favor. The entire the entirety of that playoff run, the ball quite literally rolled in his favor. Like, it, things happened as they did, and that's how we'll judge them. But, like, I can't sit up here and not remember that ball bouncing seven times and wondering how the hell did four. that go in. You exaggerating. It was four. It's four, seven, all the same. Anyways, uh, number three for okay. Eddie. Yeah. So, this might be the most egregious thing I do on this podcast. Don't do it. Which is crazy because I'm saving it for the two-hour mark. But I will preface by saying this, that I feel like we're in a spot in the league right now where a lot of the stars that were stars are starting to age out and the young stars haven't quite come in yet. So I'm thinking about a player that at the end of the year, we could be looking back and going, you know, why weren't we talking about this guy more? Like, why weren't we, you know, thinking about this guy as really an elite superstar game-changing type of catalyst in the NBA. And for me, that number three is Damian Lillard. Um, oh, again, nah. like He's the type of guard. He's, he's the type of guard that has been doing, you know, in a similar type of role that we've seen, like kind of like a Steph, kind of like a Harden, what he's doing. Wait, 
Tama, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt I, you. Have you said Steph yet? I didn't no. say Steph. Oh, sorry, no, 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 I didn't say Steph. I didn't say Steph. Yeah, okay. says Steph. All right, all right, continue. But, and like again, p- part of this is me going. At the end of the year, we're really going to be looking back and going. Damian Lillard is elite, and we don't talk about him enough because you know he, he's in Portland. He's not in a big market. He's on a team that's never going to quite have that championship level like ceiling because of, you know, the, the roster construction around him and that he doesn't have a second star. But, I mean, Damian Lillard is crazy. Again, like, as a player skill-wise, you know, it's hard it's hard to find a hole in what he does. And then when you talk about his impact, it's like, does he not, like, elevate his team way above what the, you know, his roster construction pieces should really allow that team to be? And it's like... And again, like I, I, I'm buying into you know his kind of like aura as like a clutch player, as like a winning player, as like a as a guy that really steps into the spotlight. And I think this season could really be the season, and why I'm so high on Portland that we see the confluence of events, that we see all these things getting put together, and you know it's just like th- this is kind of like my my bold kind of thing this year that Damian Lillard is that kind of guy now. Like he's thirty, when everyone else is starting to exit their primes, you know, like it, it's it's really his time to really. It, I don't even want to say shock the world because people know what he is, but it's like everyone keeps on talking about him, like he's great, but it's like there's no more but anymore. He's just a great, like he's really that good. Have you said Kawhi? Have you said nope. LeBron? You haven't said LeBron. <laughs> this is no. gonna get ill. <laughs> Because you have two spots left, and you still have Curry, LeBron, and Kawhi out there. And I wish Julio was in the room right now. He left. But, Eddie, you're up to something. Julio, you heard this man's three, right? Yeah, yeah I, I heard it. So... Um... The thing about... Dan, the thing uh, about before Dan you even get in that, that, before you even get into that, I need you to understand, Julio... This man has two spots left on his list. And he has yet to say Stephen Curry. He's yet to say LeBron James. And he's yet to say Kawhi Leonard. It's going mean, to get ill. you know who he's going to choose. You know who he's going to choose. I have a pretty good idea. And I just know it's going to get ill. What? Yo. And okay. Before we even get in. Here's, here's yeah, go thing. ahead. Oh, my. Here's the thing about Dan. I... He obviously used to be the most underrated player in the NBA, um, and I'm glad that he gets the respect and he demands the respect that he does now. And a lot of people, you know, notice the things he he does on the floor, what he actually means to his team. Um, but if you want to put him in this in this hierarchy, if you want to put him in this elitist kind of class, you know, this is a this is a different level. It is. And it's no more first-round exits. It's no more just getting his squad to the eighth seed. It's no more just doing this and that, getting, you know, again, first and second-round exits. It's not – this is not a depleted team. From what everybody tells me, (laughs) this is a great team construction. He damn better get his team to the conference finals. Yo, and and, I mean, and that's and that's exactly better, what like, I'm like, buying. There is no excuse. To me, I, I would go a step further than you, Julio. When I think about the top three players in the NBA, I'm supposed to— The only to, reason why— 
The only reason why I don't go a step further is because of LeBron. Hmm. But if that if he were not in the conference, he better be getting to the finals. Not maybe not every year, but damn near. Damn near. I, I just think of it from a standpoint of when, you, when if you're a top three NBA player, I should be able to pick you up and put you anywhere, and that's a that's a championship contender. That's not Dame. It's not. It's not. not that's Dame. egregious, not Eddie. No, matter of fact, the more yeah. I think about no, it, where? that's ain't no way in hell over KD where, okay, where over AD. What? Is, is is AD someone you can drop on any team and 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 they make the conference? I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm not saying all I'm just throwing out names that are better. When we're talking about th- the top three guys, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying some of the names that you've put Damian Lillard over right now. You put him over Kevin Durant. You put him over Anthony Davis. You put him over Luka Doncic. Okay. You put him over Jimmy Kawhi Butler. Leonard. You've put him over Kawhi Leonard. You put him over. I put him over Nicole Jokic, but these are the guys that you have him over. Like, you're stepping into some dangerous, egregious basketball take territory right the now, only, dog. The, the only, the only less two players, names I'm like, less... this could be crazy. I'm thinking the only two names that I'm like, I could be just a little bit delusional here, is that I put him above James Harden and I put him above Luka Doncic. Because to me, you know, they're all kind of lead guard type players. And uh, Harden has been the better player in his career. And Luka looks like he could be the better player as of next year. But again, when I think about, you know, where the league is at right now, where I think there's a clear number one player in the league and everyone else is like kind of in this weird area where I'm not exactly sure where you are. I'm like, Damian Lillard is a known. Like Damian Lillard is a guy who's just coming off one of, you know, the greatest, not, not one of the greatest, but like really an elite offensive season that we've seen. And with potential to grow even more, I'm just buying that this is the year oh, that we stop talking about Damian Lillard as like a cute, you know, story, but has someone as like a force to reckon with. No, no. All I'm trying to say, Eddie, is once you enter or get in this conversation, start mentioning, you know, he's not mentioning himself, but once he, you know, you're a top three player, cemented player in someone's opinion, like like yourself. You start criticizing a guy for any little thing that they fail to accomplish, and that's going to be Dame. That's going. I'm going to. I'm going to flag this episode, and I'm going to bring it back to you next year. It's not. It, it can't happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. This is ESPN, bad dog. Again, this, the, is, this is. This is. This is. This. This is inexcusable. There's expect, no way. The expectation. The expectation for me is that Damian Lillard essentially carries his team to the conference finals this year. And if I believe that will happen... No, 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 no. don't be saying that. No, 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 you can't be saying that. I'm going to correct you on something. You cannot cannot be saying carrying his squad because his squad is is full of a a lot of guys who can hoop, according to a lot of people who I talk to. Can't say carry. (laughs) I mean, you can just say talk to me, but let's not pretend like he has some sort of second superstar next to him. I think he has a sort of team construct to show that as the number one option with a lot of supplementary players, he is that kind of dude. He, he is that kind of dude. He's taken some garbage all the way to the conference finals before. Like, I mean, obviously there was some weaker competition that they had to go through. He's taken some garbage players to the second round before. Um, again, like this is what I expect of him this year. And if I expect him, and if I expect that of him this year, I'm thinking he's this kind of player. He's this good of a kind of player, a number three type player in the league for me. And again, this this is this is not really about the right now. Because if I go right now off of last year, 
I'm like, okay. no, like he's not at that level. But I'm saying in retrospect, we might be, okay. you know, next whenever the season's over, like in uh, like in September or August or something, and we're going, you know, why didn't we think of Damian Lillard like this? He was already like I, magnificent no, last no, season. No, no, no. And now, I, now I, I have one, after this I, season thinking about like what kind of player is he? I have one situation that I can bring, you know, to the table in front of you. If the Portland Trailblazers and the LA Clippers meet in the NBA playoffs, Portland better beat them. Maybe not easily, but handedly. Handedly. Because you got two guys. I mean, you don't even have a guy on the Clippers in the top 10, and you got the number three. Yeah, number three guy. You got by far the best player on the court. Trailblazers better hand them their ass in that playoff series. Can I, I, mean, can I get that from game five, game? five, six games? I mean, when you by far I mean, have the I best could, I could go court, six or seven. Win. I mean, that's simplifying it, but I do agree that they have, by, you know, they have the best player on the floor in that series against the Clippers. I think, Dame, I mean, Dame is better than Kawhi and PG like that at this point. Am I saying, like, Portland's roster construction quite matches up with the Clippers? I mean, there's a reason why on the Western Conference episode I put the Clippers two and Portland three. But, I mean... Again, like I'm just, I'm just gonna keep hammering this point. Now I'm starting to wonder: I Did think, you actually mean that? That you meant to put the Clippers ahead of them? Because I do, because they still, have, I mean, to they my still have the more talented, com, they still have the more talented complete, uh, complete roster. But, but I don't know. I feel like we do this weird thing with Dame that we talk about him like you know he, he's like, like mythical almost in that because he's, he's never proven it. He's never proven it. But he's done it over and over again. He does this every year. He, he also elevates his game every season after every season. When you're that caliber of a player, you need to get past the second round. Eddie, you're you're, you're doing it time. again, bro. You're doing it again. And, and, that, and that's and, and that's what it is this season. That's what it is this season. I, it's just weird to me because I, I think about Damian Lillard. And granted, I'm biased because I like him a lot. He might be like maybe my second or third favorite player in the league. But like... You know, it's like I feel like people talk about him like he's some sort of like side story. You know that like he's great and all, and then like people talk about him and and then just kind of dismiss him like that instead of keeping him in the pantheon of the NBA great players right now. And like it's it's like I don't I don't know what quite is a separator yet or like what's the difference if we look at skill if we talk about winning at the highest you know, and level then, and the narratives. Okay, when again, when, like, you, when is, you, that, is that is that, type is, that of is that because we dock him? Is that because we dock him for never you know leaving his team and, and, and joining another team somewhere? No, because again, like no, this happened. With, with this happened squads, with even even with his squads, a top three player should be able to carry his team further than he had, than he's been doing. Because I mean, we just did this with Anthony Davis, where when we were in New Orleans, we were like, oh, we weren't sure if he was this and that, and then you know he he teamed up. I don't have AD on my top three team. I, get, I mean, like, again, like, some people think he's a top five player. Like, I have my eight. Like, we all have him in the top ten or whatever. But it's like, again, like, this is what happens when, you know, a player of that caliber joins, like, a super team. You know, like, just because they win a ring, we're like, oh, like, he was that kind of player. I mean, like, I get it. Damian Lillard, if he wants to win, he probably needs to leave Portland. But I'm not going to knock him for, you know, being in that situation and dealing with a pretty crappy roster for a couple of seasons now. Now finally having the chance to prove himself. You know, whether it's just me personally or just the narratives catching up to it, by the end of next season, we're going to be like, why won't we talking about Damian Lillard like he isn't, you know, that kind of dude in the NBA? Especially considering when a lot of other 
uh, superstars are going to age out of their primes next season. I don't know. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let the silence ring. But this is something that I want to revisit after next season and see what and see what happens. See, it, okay, it, I'm, I'm going to leave it at this. In this top 10 players list, there are two types of players. The upper, upper echelon, the one, the 1% of the 1% are guys who can clearly by far and away can be number ones on their teams and don't need another, you know, per se, another number one, like a Giannis needs, let's say. Dame is not that type of guy where he can there's be only, five more away the number one on their team. He needs another, per, you know, another number one guy on his team. In that definition, there's really only one guy in the league to me. Who no, there's not. LeBron KD. James. KD. KD. Are we sure? I mean, you're you, uh, okay. You're going to take it as an insult to Steph. Again, bro, like I give Steph his no, props. It's, but he's it's by not far, even he that. was by far the best player. He was by far the best player. It's not even that, but it's that like I don't I don't think we've ever seen KD like on his own with like not a great second player go that far. Like what what in the past have we seen that kind of vindicates that? I mean, it depends on how you look at Russell Westbrook. And I mean like I mean same same thing with all the other players I have on this list like, you know, like like Harden I'm like, I mean, Harden after the last couple of seasons, like maybe, but I'm going after next season. Harden might, you know, like really drop a little bit. I mean, like we talked about Giannis enough. Luka, like again, I still think Luka has his limitations. You know, Jokic and AD are bigs. I feel like, again, the impact of players like them don't match the impact of a guy like how Dame has impacted his team the last couple of years. I mean, obviously disagree about Kevin Durant based on injuries and circumstances, whatever. Jimmy Butler is not nearly as skilled of a player as Dame is in my opinion and they both probably carry the same weight you know like in terms of I mean, clutch I had Dame I had I had Dame above Giannis too I had Dame above Jimmy too but you it doesn't mean you got to put him that high like damn that's another level of player that that that's you know you're getting into LeBron James you know arguably the best player ever uh, KD Probably the best score ever in my in my mind. Dame doesn't bring an attribute like that to the table where you can say that he's the best at, of all time at a certain you know skill set. I mean, he might not be, but to me, it's like he's so great at just being a point guard. Like he's so great that like maybe he's not the all time shooter like Steph Curry or or some sort of like all time athlete something like that, but. I mean, he does everything you want from a guard like that, and then some. This is fucked up, Eddie. I just want you to know that. I don't even have, like, counterpoints or but I, I don't even want to justify that statement by giving it an argument. That's just... That's worse than Cat. That's, that's worse than... I've heard you say a lot of shit. That 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 there is bad, bro. I'm just seeing a lot of names on my list right now, and I'm going after next season. That might be the right place for him. That could be the right place for him. Don't 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 might don't might and coulda shoulda what don't stand ten toes on it if you're gonna say it. 
You ten toes well, on that? Then, then it is. I mean, I can't say I'm super confident about it. And I'm, why I'm did you say it? For a reason. I'm putting, an, I'm putting Damian Lillard at number three for a reason because I think that after this season, we're going to be talking about Damian Lillard like that kind of dude, especially considering the type of drop-off between the best player in the league right now and, and the rest of them. You That's know, you know what starts... Although I know you think that argument is kind of shallow, but you know what starts happening to these guys once they enter this conversation. Where you ring at, buddy boy? Where you ring at? He's not going to get a ring by staying in Portland. He's not. I don't even want to get into that because it's like it doesn't matter where his ring's at because he's not in that conversation. He's just like. That's like a fact. I don't even think we can really make this argument. I, I'm tr- I'm struggling to like balance the idea of a podcast where things are up for debate and discussion versus you know just simple fact, right? Like if if uh, if someone told me the sky is green when I walked outside tomorrow, I'm probably gonna walk ahead and not acknowledge him because I'm going to think he's some crazy person. Like, I, I, I don't have an argument for you, because that's just, like, not true. That's not a true statement. There's no world in which Damian Lillard, as much as I love the guy, and I love Damian Lillard. Like, we talk about... It's is, is better than who? It's better than who? It's better... What are you talking about? You're saying there's, there's no probability in the world that he's better than... Is top three. That's what. I, that's how I was gonna finish this statement. It is a top three NBA player. Kevin Durant. Stop. It's just like, like top three sounds crazy, but it's like if you start naming names, Kevin you Durant. Can, you can make Kevin a, Durant. I mean, I've said it. It's like I just don't know if he's that kind of dude anymore. Okay. Well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Ninety percent of himself. Let, let, let's put it this way. And I hate that I'm really sitting here formulating an argument right now, but LeBron James. No one's disputing that. No one. Stephen Curry is better than Damian Lillard. You could have an argument, and I hate that I'm saying that, but again, I have him higher than Damian Lillard. So if that third spot is up for grabs, and you're battling Anthony Davis, Kevin Kevin Durant, Durant. Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jimmy Butler... There's just no way. There's just no way. I, it's my turn. It's my turn. I have my number three. My number three is Stephen Curry. Um, I, I guess I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum as Julio, in which you kind of lack a belief and you question whether or not Stephen Curry can be the guy to even get the, the Warriors to the playoffs. I have faith in, in what Stephen Curry is capable of, and it's going to be interesting. I'm not exactly sure how it functions with a guy with, without Clay and, and with Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman and older, um, less athletic Draymond, but yeah, I, I have faith in Stephen Curry. I agree with you um, tentatively that he, you know, he's at least in the conversation of best point guards of all or greatest point guards of all time. Um, most definitely the best shooter of all time. He had a hell of a performance tonight even. I think he dropped, what, like 29-30? Um, I think that this is Stephen Curry's year to prove, you know, uh, and shut down a lot of the naysayers that said he couldn't do it without uh, X, Y, and Z player. So that that's why I'm going to have Stephen Curry at three. Year. I mean, he got hurt. He didn't, he, didn't have the, he didn't have the chance to. He got hurt. Yeah, but is, can, can his body take that? I mean, it was his wrist. That's just the it's it, it was that was a freak accident. 
You let Eddie tell it. That was the thing about Steph. The thing about Steph is that I, I currently, again, I have them out of the playoffs. But if he plays like I expected him to play last year when I picked him for MVP, they should be top five in the seedings. And that's that's about where I had him. That's that's about where I I think it was either three or four. And that that should be easily. If you're playing like top-notch Steph, that's not even an argument. That's not an argument. Yeah. I got to see it, though. I got to see it. Yeah, I'm with you on all that. So, yeah, Steph at three for me. Um. I'm not gonna lie, man. I feel a little deflated right now. Just the capery that we've experienced on this show tonight is a—it's uh, unreal. Anyways, Julio, number two, it's on you. And number two, I got KD. I mean, I've said it before earlier in this podcast, in this long podcast. I think we're coming up on three if hours. KD dog. didn't get hurt. If KD didn't get hurt, I believe that he would be number one. On this list um i don't have to go into all the things that he does uh 90 of kd just makes him number two on this list arguably number one on this list just just off of sheer talent and skill that he possesses um and seeing him honestly seeing him you know play against the washington wizards probably made me the happiest basketball fan that day just because you don't want a guy like that with that ability out of the game um, so seeing him finally play made me super happy, and I just got to give him. Even if I didn't watch him play that night, I had to give him the benefit of the doubt. You, you just have to. He looked with good. That skill set with that talent, there, you have no other choice. I mean, Kevin Durant. There is no other player, you know. And I, I don't want to say as good as him on the planet because obviously I have him number two, not number one. But it, it's just I, 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 I've said this before. I think he's the best scorer of all time. And there's just too many things that he brings to the table for me not to put him at least at number two. He looked exceptional. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, everything looked to be in order. Um, he definitely took the long route on his rehabilitation process, and I think that's paying dividends. He looked uh, explosive, everything, you know, and that he used to be. Um, you know, if anything, he might have lost a step, you know, because of age or what have you. But I, I definitely don't think that Achilles is going to be hindering him at any point. Eddie, who's at number two for you? Taylor Horton Tucker? <laughs> I mean, it's Steph, and I didn't even want to put Steph at number two, like, honestly, because I penciled in number one, and, you know, in the process of going to number two, I was like, well, like, I could put a lot of dudes there at this point, because I have kind of the similar questions about Steph that Julio does, like, you know, like, I'm just not sure if he quite has that it, you know, because... If he was the guy that had the greatest offensive season of all time and, and carried his team to 73 wins, I'd be like, yeah, no doubt, number two, um, scratching number one even. But at this point, it's like it's fair to have those questions. But then, again, like you start looking at the other names, I'm like, I know what Steph does to the team. Like You just have to watch one preseason game, and you're like, that's the Steph we all know and love. Literally, you know, magnetizing defenses in his direction. And it's like... I'm not sure if he will quite have the similar dominant type of seasons that he did, you know, at, at the forefront of the Warriors dynasty. But at this point in his career, I still think, I still think um, he has a it. He has a it. And again, See, I don't know I, if this, I, if this I almost, Warriors' team is, is a championship level, 
but again, like this is what happened when I make this list. I'm like, I got one guy on this top 10 list that I can put on a team. And I'm like, that's a championship contender. Everyone else. I'm just starting to rank based on like what I've seen from them recently. And like what I know of them and like what their impact, what their impact and what their skills are. And again, only number one for me is a guy that you put on a team and becomes a championship contender. Steph for me is the is the closest guy to him, but there's a huge drop off there. You said you said something. You said I don't know if he's going to be as dominant as that season. But here's the thing, I, I feel like you can't say that. If you guys are putting him two or and three, I think you put him Reagan, right? Yeah, three, two and three. I mean, now he's by himself. He got the ball in his hands more often now, and I know he's not that type of player. He's not like James Harden. He's not like Luca, but obviously he's gonna have to be taking way more shots and just have the ball more and just command the offense more. So you damn well, you know, damn sure better be that dominant, if not even more dominant. What do they always say about guys? You know, Kyle Kuzma being on a trash ass Lakers squad. Of course, you can put up those numbers. You're on a trash squad. I'm not quite you sure. Can expect a lot from Steph Curry if we're elevating him to this upper echelon we should expect more I'm, I'm not quite sure it feels quite as dominant right because on a night-to-night basis when you're looking at those that that first championship winning team and then the 73 and 19 you saw Stephen Curry dominating as the Warriors were dominating everybody I'm I'm feeling like we see Stephen Curry dominate but I'm not sure that's on a night-to-night basis making the Warriors dominate just because you don't have as talented of a team around you I see that team being like a third fourth seed with Stephen Curry putting up some pretty gaudy numbers so on an individual level I think that Stephen Curry can still dominate like he did um but the team it will it won't feel as special just because the team won't be as good I think I think a, a, a not great way, but a kind of good way to encapsulate this idea is that Seth Curry might have the greatest on-off numbers like this season off of anyone because that team could be a great positive with him on the court, and then you take him off the court and they might just be a negative like a, a, a billion, you know. And it's like this, this I know this doesn't have like a but ton to do here. with you know like what I'm talking about is is greatness right now, but it's like again when we talk about impact. It's like maybe they're not 73 when championship contender, but it's kind of going to show in terms of what his impact still is. I mean, I hope so. I hope so. But all I'm trying to say is that I don't feel, you know, obviously I feel terrible that Clay's not playing this season. But what I don't feel bad about is Steph having a year where he doesn't have a lot of help. A lot of players go through it. The beginning of MJ's career was like that. The beginning of LeBron's career was like that. In between the Powell and Shaq years, Kobe's career was like that. I mean, players go through that, and they still dominate nonetheless, even if their team isn't, you know, a top five or, you know, even a top seven, top eight seating, you know, in your respective conference. But you still dominate individually. And that's what I, that that's all I need to see from Steph. And I think and I think barring injury, he will still dominate. Like, cool, cool. So we're all on number one. I feel like we should all have the same number one, right? Is there much needed to be said about LeBron James? It's LeBron James. I was gonna make a joke. Did you but say? I feel like did I, you say I, you're I, two, Reagan? Oh yeah. no, I did not. 
Kevin Durant. I agree with you. Kevin Durant. Okay. Yeah. Um, for all the so reasons you said, LeBron James, right? Um, greatest player on the planet. Think, what did I say last year, man? <laughs> what did I say? You, you had get a point. You, you get a whole point about the aliens. You get the aliens down here, and you like, yo, we blowing this planet the fuck up unless you give yeah, us you your greatest yeah. basketball player. You said what? KD. Get the hell out, man. You giving him LeBron James every day of the week, man. It was like that last year. It was like that the year before that. It's been like that for a long time in this league, and it is still like that today. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player on this planet think, until somebody's ready to dethrone him. But I think actually, though, like, you know, he, I had him, I think, at like three last year, and I think a lot of people, myself included, who might have been bashing on LeBron a little bit too much, you know, maybe like believe themselves a little bit too much in that he's, he's still the guy that you put on a team and still, like I said, becomes a championship contender. And even with diminished athleticism or whatever, he's made up for all of that, you know, in his IQ and, and his ability to playmake and all that. And um, I don't think it's really even close between number one and, and the rest of them. You know, and as much I might talk bad about LeBron James, it, it's still him. I don't, I don't really think it's close in terms of again, like what he does to a team. I think that you're you're correct in in saying this that there are questions. Even if you want to go to the injury thing with KD, what can Stephen Curry do without X, Y, and Z around him? What is Anthony Davis without LeBron James? Everybody behind LeBron kind of has questions about him. Ain't no question about LeBron James. Ain't no question about LeBron James. And I think that's what ultimately makes him the best player in the world because it was never in question what LeBron James is going to bring to the table. I will say, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I don't want people to take take this the wrong way, but, again, when I saw KD on the Warriors, when I talk about flaws in games, I mean... I don't know, man. Braun got more flaws than KD. Is that 100 almost the reason? Wasn't KD almost the reason Houston beat the Warriors in those playoff scenes, though? Did they beat the Warriors? Cows and hogs. <laughs> cows and hogs. That man Julio said cows and hogs, bro. Come on now. But no. So you can point to, I mean, great players. You can point to, I mean, the da- again, the Dallas Mavericks beat D Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and all these players. So, so oh God, I, I guess all, all at the end of this three hours of debating the top ten players, all I'm gonna say that lists like these are. Um, Thought exercises. No, 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 no. We ain't they, finished they, they here. Be, we, we, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are not finished, sir. I, you have to answer for something real quick before you start giving your soliloquy. Okay. All right. You ain't had Kawhi Leonard on your okay, top cool. ten, bro. I didn't. I mean, I, I feel like I don't need to say because I've said it. I mean, you've said a lot of it for me. But I've kind of, you know, added on top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, arguing with, with Julio. But here's here's the thing, though, because as as much as I've been, I guess, on the anti Kawhi Leonard train this entire time, like the skill set alone warrants top ten. Now I'm grasping at hairs within that top ten about some but of the guys me, that put maybe, you top in ten. Again, 
maybe it's just me and that I've never appreciated Kawhi's skill set or that I don't see it or something. He's a he's a great scorer, but again, it's like the same way I talk about KD. It's like if you're just gonna be a great scorer and not much else, like you better be KD's oh level God. because he doesn't quite bring it on defense anymore like that. And he's and he's not creating anything for anybody else. You're the one who like, talks just, about you can hide anyone on defense, and he's not average. He's above average at that. Yeah, but but he's not changing anything. And even I talked about Anthony Davis as a game changing defensive player. Kawhi's not like I mean Kawhi will obviously not be someone that can be exploited, but I mean like he's not transforming a team's defense into something spectacular. Like Start. he's not that type of player anymore. At their peaks for their entire career, just like I did with Reagan. Who are you taking? Kawhi or Jimmy? Kawhi or, or Jimmy Butler? I, I probably, both I mean, at I probably their peaks take right Kawhi. Now. I'd probably take Kawhi. They're both no, at their peaks right now. I'd have to give Jimmy a shout out after what he did last year. Re- read me back your top 10, Eddie, if you don't mind. All right, so it's number one, LeBron James. Number two, Steph Curry. Yeah, number three, Dame. Number four, Harden. Number five, Giannis. Six, Luka. Seven, Jokic. Eight, Davis. Nine, KD. Ten, Jimmy Butler. He had Jokic instead of Kawhi. Because, I mean, this Jokic is a lot. Is this, this is a lot. Transforming an offense more than Kawhi. This, all right, let me ask you this, man. I don't know if you've put much thought to this, but... How far outside of the top 10 does Kawhi Leonard drop? He's probably 11. Nah, he, mean, just, he just did that. He just did. He, he, if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, maybe he should be 10. But I'm like, I got I to gotta give Jimmy Butler's due somehow. Okay. Because, I mean, it, it, it was Herculean on him that I haven't seen from Kawhi ever do before. Frankly, I don't have the energy. It's 1.40 in the morning. <laughs> We've been recording for pretty much three hours. But something tells me by season's end, probably not even that long. I don't know, man. You 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 did something here today. Kevin Durant nine. I mean what what, what did I really do? Kawhi Leonard outside I mean, of the top. Okay. Someone's life, someone's thing, life getting but let's let's not act like Kawhi didn't perform. I mean Last year, 29, 35, 36, 32, 32, 33, 29, 23, 30, 36. I mean, I, I, that's a top 10 player. Why is that team not winning when he puts up numbers like that? Oh, my God. He literally needed he – had, he had a meltdown. He didn't show up. He literally needed to show up for one quarter. If he did that, this year would have been over. I'm saying – that's that's on Reagan. To me, I didn't even need to see that to confirm anything. I know he had that great shot against Philly, you know, in that game seven, but he's never been a great game seven performer. You know, ne- never actually been a real great clutch performer, despite the couple of shots that he made in the narratives. You know, it's like, I don't know. See, I, that, I that's like, that's like saying, year. that's like saying, that's like last year. That's like saying, last year, that's like saying you'd rather year. put. I'm saying last year when Kawhi had his greatest year that everyone was, you know, on his hype train, I didn't have him in my top 10 either. It's just something that I'm consistent with, except maybe after next year, more people will be with me. Like Reagan kind of is, you know, semi there that. No, this is far as I'm going, dog. That's this is me at my lowest opinion of Kawhi Leonard ever. 
This is this is me at my this is as low as Kawhi Leonard could ever drop on this list, barring something, you know, egregious where he he shoots like thirty five percent from the field this year. Right. This is me looking at Kawhi Leonard as somebody who, you know, might not be capable of being the best player on a championship team anymore. Um, that's not playing, you know, all world defense. This is me looking at Kawhi Leonard as pretty much just a volume scorer, um, who really can't move the ball like that. And it's still number seven in the league. Like, the, mm, man. Okay. Before we get out of here, Eddie, you've already done yours. Julio, I'll ask you one more time for the viewers at home. Then I'll read my full list. Um, we can pack it up. Maybe we want to throw, like, one guy out there that you think could ascend to the list by season's end. Um, just for the heck of it, since we've already been here for three hours. Um. So, I have Bron, KD. Bron, one. KD, two. Three Kawhi, four Luka Doncic, um, and I think he can ascend higher. Uh, five AD, six Steph, seven James Harden, um, eight Dame, nine Jimmy Butler, and ten the MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, and I think uh, a lot of guys like I know ESPN had Jason Tatum at eleven. Um, but a guy that I, I think can get at that spot where Jason Tatum is recognized or even crack the top 10, maybe, maybe, is Devin Booker. Mm. That's a name I want to throw out. Before I do mine, uh, Eddie, who, who's the guy you think could crack into the top 10 by season's end? Uh, it's kind of wrong to say crack into because this guy was the third best player in the league just two years ago, in my opinion. But uh, Paul George. Mm. Um there's no reason why he can't be that guy again. Gotcha. All right. As for me, LeBron one, Kevin Durant two, Stephen Curry three, Anthony Davis four, James Harden five, Luka Doncic six, Kawhi Leonard seven, Giannis eight, Damian Lillard nine, and Jimmy Butler at ten. A name to look out for for potentially entering that top ten list. Again, man, I love me some Hawks this year. I think Trey Young, if not, we're at least going to be like really, really hype about Trey Young by the end of the year, at least top 15. But if he lights it up like I think he's he's able to, maybe even top 10, man. But it's been a long one, gentlemen. It's been a long one. I don't think I like looking at y'all faces for this long. I'm kind of tired of it. <laughs> Playing, with tired in general. Playing with y'all, man. All right. That'll do it for this episode of Hoop and Holler. Make sure you go tune in. Y'all, we are so, so close to that 5K mark that we want to hit, man. We are at, I want to say, 140 listens away with, uh, like, half a month left in 2020. So it's going to be coming down to the wire whether we're going to make that 5K mark. So please tune in. To, you know, if you want to slide us a couple extra listens, you know, while you're doing the dishes while you're, you know, folding clothes, doing laundry, whatever, listen to a couple extra episodes of Hoop and Holler. You know we always have fun around here. And always go check out the Instagram and the Twitter at SQR1Hoops. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Didn't I tell y'all that was going to get interesting? Mm-mm-mm. Eddie, you are something else, man. Well... Hope you guys enjoyed this 2020-2021 top 10 players in the NBA presented by Hoop and Holler. Who knows how this season's going to go, how this list is going to fluctuate, but we hope you enjoyed how we see the NBA, and we'll see you on the next episode of Hoop and Holler. Thanks for tuning in.
This has been the Hoop and Holler podcast.